0: Okay, recording. Welcome everyone to our Ahavat slash Higher Levanon Daf Yomi edition. Today's class uh, will be starting on Daf Mem Gimel Amavet. Today's Daf is Mem We are it's Sunday today. We're starting on the bottom of Mem Gimel on the bot towards the bottom two lines before the wide lines Leimak Ketanai. Let's assume that our Mishnah is actually following a Machloket Tanaim. So let's see. Um, we had said, the Machloket before was Rav and Shmuel. We're talking about Tiltul Minat zad Okay? And we've spoken about a Machloket, about if a person, uh lawland who passes away, and he is in the sun, the sun has a habit of decomposing, especially in the summer bodies. And therefore, Shmuel says that a person is allowed to do tiltul min in order to protect the dignity of human beings. A person is allowed to roll the body off the bed but without touching the body. You pick up, tilt the bed, and you roll it from bed to bed to get it off. That's called tiltul kilach and says, in the name of Rav, so it's a Rav and Shmuel Machloket, and he says, The way to, the way to move the dead body out of the sun is by placing a baby on him, or pay, placing a loaf of bread on it, something that's not mukseh. And you're moving the baby with that, just like as if the baby was on a chair, you'd be allowed to move the chair. You're allowed to move the baby on a dead body. Now, of course, it's an unusual way, but that's the way to get around the the problem with the dead body. Says the Gemara, we said before that if there was a kikaritinok, you know, everyone agrees that it works. The question is, if there's no til tool, one says that when you move it with the bed, that's called moving it, and therefore it's asur. And one says, no, it's not called moving it, it's okay. Then where I ask, let's assume that Rav and Shmuel, who argued about this, about the Satanazad are also arguing about a Because it says in the Braita and Matsinkah, you're not allowed to save a dead body because of a fire, which means if there's a person law that passed away, and then there was a fire in the house where the dead body was located, you're not allowed to take out the dead body from the from the fire. Um, now we're assuming the reason why you can't take it out is because of a mukza problem. I'm Rabbi Huda Ben Lakish. Rabbi Huda Ben Lakish says, now uh, point out that Rabbi Huda Ben Lakish should not be confused with Resh Lakish. Resh Lakish is Rabbi Shuben Lakish, different rabbi, he's an Amora Rabbi Huda Ben Lakish is a Tana. Okay? Rabbi Huda ben Lakish says, Shamati, I heard, Shematzilin, the Metaphysical, that you are allowed to save. A dead body from a fire. That's machloket. So there's machloket tanakama and ribuna ben lakish. wants to What's the case of this machloket of tanakama ribuna ben lakish? If the case was that you have a kikar and tinoch and you could put a kikar on the mat and take it out, my time by the tanakama? Why would tanakama say you can't take it out? What's wrong with taking it out? It's not it looks a problem. And if you have no Kikarotinoch, you know, might have to be going to be up? must be going to 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 the to roll it off the bed. More be one must have said to two to be cold to and that's you to to we previously mentioned says the Gemara no, no 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 not necessarily no 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 all the rabbis hold that if you move it with with the bed it is called moving it and it's forbidden it's a surah. So why the Buddha Kish allows it? So the answer is no. Really, everyone holds a Metz is And everyone holds that you can't roll it off a bed. And the Buddha says that there's a special heter to move it. And even if Rehudah was allowing you to move this mat in the fire, would never allow you to move the Met if the building wasn't on fire. The reason why he's allowing it is because Rehudah Malakish says, especially they say, that in a fire, if we don't allow the guy to, to drag out his dead father's body or his dead relative's body, he might get so nervous that he'll take a fire extinguisher and put out the fire. And putting out the fire is the Su'er Kibuy on so the rabbis made a special dispensation over here due to the psychological condition of the man's mind. But in a regular case where you do not have a psychological condition and the person is not Bahul al then the rabbis would agree that you're not allowed to move it and there is no Machloka and therefore no Rab and Shmuel would not argue about in this case, they're not, they not just parroting. Is everyone with me? I got a thumbs up. Wonderful. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. So the follows. That the yes, you could save a dead body from a fire says the Gemara further, en niyotin hemenu lefi sheenu minuachan we say that any oil that drips out of the nair of the lamp on Shabbat you know that have a, because it was mukseh in the lamp on B'nei Shabbat Tano Reb'nei M'nei M'nei Terebaita Mu'tara Asur vishromatir If there's leftover oil in the, in the lamp, it's a sure to use, and the Bishimon allows it. Now, if you'll go back to our Mishnah, just to clarify something, if you'll go back to our Mishnah a second, our Mishnah says, and did not bring any rabbi who was disagreeing, right? Here, this brighter that we're bringing here brings a rabbi who's disagreeing and saying it's Asun. Tosfot says that the reason why over there no one argued and here Rav Shimon disagrees is because of two different cases. He says, Rav Shimon allows you to use the shaman that was in the nair after the nair goes out. Here we're talking... In the Mishnah, where everyone says that is while the nair is going on. In other words, it, while the nair is lit, even Reb Shimon, who lets you use leftover oil after it's extinguished, will agree that spilled oil while it's on is still Mukser. That's what that's what Tess is going to say. Did everyone follow that text over there? So the Mishnah doesn't bring any mach-lok-it. that's because Rabbi Shimon will agree with the Mishnah. Because in the Mishnah's case, the light is still lit. Rabbi Shimon agrees that's with really. you. In our case, the light is extinguished and that's why Rabbi Shimon lets light. are we clear? Yep. Awesome. The, let's see how the Mishnah goes. Brand new Mishnah. This Mishnah is also um, short but complicated. Let's make sure it's clear. Says the Mishnah. Now, as we spoke last time, a does not mean a candle. Moshe, Moshe do you know what aner is? Aladdin. a nair is? Aladdin. Very good. Aladdin lamp. Correct. Right? It's a little lamp with a thing at the end. Okay? Now, the Aladdin lamp is usually made out of um, uh, copper that if you shine it up, it looks a little shiny, right? But standard lamps in the Gemara are never made out of copper. Standard lamps are made out of clay. And when you use them after a while, they end up getting very icky, okay? Don't ask me why, I never use one, but that's how they work. In my house, we have uh, LED bulbs. Some In some places, they used to have lamps. I don't know what they have, but the, the Gemara says they get lechi. Let's see what the Gemara says here. Nir hadash. You can move a never-used-before clay lamp. Can be moved on Shabbat if it was never been used. Aba lo But you cannot use an old one. Because like we said, once it gets used, it gets disgusting. And once it's disgusting, it's called mukseh. Mahamat Mius. It's Mukseh because it's disgusting. This is Tanakama. man Shimon disagrees with this ruling and he says call you can move any new or old. He doesn't agree with Mukse Mius except for a candle that is currently ignited. Why? Bishabbat. Why? Because then we're worried that if you move it, you might extinguish it Often, when you move it, you shake the oil. And there's a possibility of extinguishing, which would be forbidden. So that, even that, Rabbi Shimon cannot let that. But he will let the, the Mi'us one. So let's review in the Mishnah. If you have a new one, every rabbi in the Mishnah would allow both Tanakhama and Rabbi Shimon. If you have an old one, Tana will allow Rishimon will not allow. And if you have one that's lit currently, neither Rishimon nor Tana will allow you to move it because you might put it out. Is the mission clear? Um, I wanted to ask a question about, uh, just like a side question about Yom Tov. On Yom Tov, would you be allowed to move this light? Carry it with you? On Yom Tov, would you be allowed to move the light and carry it with you, or why not? Because seemingly you should be worried about the same problem of it extinguishing, according to, to, you to extinguish the Because you are not extinguishing extinguish fire on Yom Tov. Hmm. Um... This is what Rashi says over here. I think the Gemara is going to end up changing the reason. And we're not going to stick with that reason at the end. Okay? Okay. Let's see the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanan, we have a bright that's going to give us a lot of different opinions going on. Says right, the Tanu Rabbanan. Mit ava loya shan devrer rivuda so rivuda sounds very familiar to us he sounds he sounds a lot like tadikama right remero man koanerat me tell to din khutz min anesh diglo except for an air that was lit when Shabbat started a nair like that, even Reb Meir holds, even after it is out, you still can't move it. So let's just review what happened. We have Tanakama saying the same as Reb Yehuda. He's saying you can't move a nair chadash. You can't, you can't move a ayashan. You can't move khadash. He's agreeing with them on used. Reb Meir is not holding them on use. He's letting you move a, a used one. What he's not letting is one that was lit when Shabbat starts. Even if it's out now, he's not worried about what Rabbi Shimon says that he's worried you're gonna shake it. He's worried, even though it's out now, he's worried that it became muktzah at that time, since it was since it was lit at the time when Shabbat begun burn Therefore, he holds his muksam. We're not finished. Rabbi Shimon What's the reason it should be Mukse? The reason that it's Mukse is just because it was lit on Shabbat. Correct. It's called Migu de Iksai le Ben iksa'i Iksei le Kuliyoma. What be, Migu that it became Mukseh ben Hashemashot, it's Mukseh the whole day. Remeir holds of this Migu. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Chutz, everything can be moved. Even what Reb let didn't let. Which was a nair that was lit, he'll agree because he doesn't hold a muksa. Chutz min a unless it's lit right now. But kishy but when it kapta mutarutatara, once it goes, you get on and move it. A kos, but even Reb Shimon won't allow a kos or a keara or a lantern. Those things he won't let. He'll let a nair, but not one of these things like a kos or a ke'ara, or a sheet. Lo yizimez memkomam. These things, you shouldn't budge them from their spots. So like the, the candles we usually use for Shabbat candles, the... the... I don't know if that's a course or, or an error. I don't know. Let's see. Now, we still have, so far, the the Mishnah had two Tanaim. This Braita had three Tanaim and now we're up to our fourth which is the last one. Rebi Eliyaz ben Bibi Shimono Mel mistapek min ner chaba you can use a ner that has been extinguished because we right? minachem min metatef and you could use the oil that drips out even while the thing is dripping. Now, we said before that everyone doesn't let when it's dripping, but here we have a new rabbi who's allowing to use oil that drip from the thing. And also... He's also allowing ne'er ha'kabeh. Now, ne'er ha'kabeh is not ner kabah that went out already. He's talking near ha'kabeh that's going out. So if there is a candle, as it's flickering out, he's allowing you to take some of the oil from it because it's going out anyway. This is a major condition that no one else allowed. Usually, when you take oil from a candle, you are causing its extinguishing. So for example, let's say your mother has those candles, right? And you decide that you want to get a little olive oil, like I said last time, to drizzle on your tahina to make it look fancy. After all, you have guests coming over, and you need a little extra virgin olive oil to drizzle on your tahina. So you take a siphon, and you stick it. You realize that your little sister spilled all the oil down the sink, so you have no more olive oil. And you take a little siphon. And you put it into the candle as it's, as it's burning, and you siphon up a little bit of olive oil into your syringe. And now you syringe it onto your that's a nice way to do it exactly, get it exactly where you want a little drizzle on your hummus, right? Now, you just did a Derisa, why? Because your candle had the capability of lasting for 45 minutes. And now that you pulled out some, it's gonna last for 15 minutes. That's the issue of Mechabeh, you are extinguishing on Shabbos. But here, he agrees that you're not allowed to do that. What he's saying here is that as it's sputtering and it's going out anyway, you could take some of the oil. That's what he said. Okay? What's the difference? No other rabbi is allowing it. It's a big, big kiddush over here for He's saying. From the air that is going out. And from the, from the oil that trips, I feel, even though it's going, but of course you can't take from the oil that's in it while it's going. That, even Rabbi Elizabeth Shimon won't let that. When it's flickering, but that's, it's still going. That's, it's just the siphoning the stuff for the oil. That's everyone was bringing this, this stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it's flickering, it's still going. What, so they're assuming, the Shimon is assuming that while it's fricking, it's known that it's going out in 10 seconds, it's still allowed ticket. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Okay. You with me, Mosh? Yeah. Okay. Amal Abaye. Okay, the Tanaim are done talking. What's that? Okay. Amar Abaye, Abaya explains. The Shimon, he holds like his dad, Rabbi Shimon, in one halakha, and he disagrees with his dad in the other halakha. He holds like Rabbi Shimon, in one case. What is that? He doesn't agree with the Isura of the and he doesn't care if it was lit, he's allowing you to take some of the oil that doesn't bother him at all. So in that, he agrees with his dad. But he disagrees with his dad anymore, and I guess that's what happens when he spent too long in the cave, cave with him. The Sabar, because his father held in. If it went out, then you could use it. Lokaba, but if it didn't go out yet, Lo, he doesn't let the but he in the basis of Shimon the even though it didn't go out so long as it's going out you could use it okay the, i just explained to the Gemara according to Rashi there's a toss what of Roshu says that it doesn't let while it's going out when we say it lets while it's, while, it's, while it's on it means that he lets if it dripped out while it's on. That's what they mean. Okay, okay, whatever. Let's see. Uh, even though we said before, Shimon Matir. No, but that was something else. Okay, good. Let's go. Uh it says the Gemara. All these, the, if you remember the Gemara said before, Abakos ukeara ashashit, if you have a course or a tray or a lantern, you shouldn't budge them from their place. Why are these different that you shouldn't budge them? Again, the rabbi allowed using a using a moving in there, so why wouldn't he let you move a lantern or a kos or a kara? Amar Ula, Ula explains Atnan this was Rabbi Uda talking. He doesn't let you move even the He doesn't let you move in there, and he also doesn't let you move it's Very simple. You thought that that statement a was a continuation of Rabbi Shimon? No, it's explained to Rabbi that Rabbi Yehuda didn't let moving there, and he also doesn't let you move in the Is this clear? You like this, Irving? You're not supposed to like this. This doesn't make sense. Mahatki says, what are you talking about? Aval. Why would it say Aval If it's Ribihuda talking, Ribi didn't let an air. If I don't let I say I don't let in air, but I also don't let this in that. You don't say but you say end. You don't say but right? If it's a shimon talking, or Shimon let in air, but I don't let this, this, and this. Okay, that makes sense. But if, Rebihuda, if but according to what we said before, Ula said that the safer was from Yehuda. Why would Yehuda say, Abal? Moshe, you understand the question? Yeah, Aval sounds like we are changing tactics. So if, if the author was Rubi Shimon, who allowed moving in there, and then he says, but you can't move. Uh, see, the but makes sense. But if Dogma Rebidah, who didn't let moving in there, and then he says, but you can't move because of Well, why do you have to say but? You didn't let the first thing either. If you didn't let the first thing, you don't need a but. You just say end. Okay. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. That's Mura Zutra's question on Ula's answer. Mura don't like it. He says, my aval. What's the aval? What's up with this aval business? Ella, rather. am Mura Zutra, Ella means that he's getting rid of their first answer. He don't like Will's answer at all. He's got his new answer. Really, the statement not to move the cause sheet was really the bishimon. And... the When did the bishimon allow moving the ned? That's talking about a small candle. Because if you have a small candle, you were expecting it to go out. And since you're expecting it to go out on Shabbat, therefore, when it was lit on Ben Ashot, it wasn't so muksa, Because you weren't thinking, forget about this, I can't touch it. You were thinking, when it goes out, I'll use it. That's if it's a small candle. But if it's a big candle, and your expectation was that it would last the entire Shabbat, like a kos, or a kara, or ashishit. These things usually last the whole Shabbat. So then when you light it on on Friday night, so you're expecting it's going to be you, you say the whole Shabbat, that Urbishamon does not let. Urbishamon only lets it there because it's small, explains the more Zutra. Are you with me, Mr. Bij Are you with me, Mr. Skaff yeah. Excellent, let's go. Ask the Gemara, oh yeah, is that the answer? Is that the answer that Mo'zutra is right? What do you mean? What Matir? How can you say that doesn't let the leftover oil in a Kara? And that's why he says that Yumaq said automatically. Why would Yumaq said he lets the leftover oil in a Kara. Because it says, he lets it, it's a brighter. He says, no. That's talking about a that's small like a candle. If you have oil in it as small as a candle, that's why it's okay. Over here, with the brighter, which is the sur, it's that's a big kara huh? like a cost, where that's why it's a, it is a sur. Amar Abzerah. Pamut, if you have a pamut, is a metal lamp. This is the real Aladdin stuff, okay? The one that you rob and the genie comes out, but this one instead of the genie coming out, we get halachot coming out. So if you have a pamut, you have a lantern, okay? She'ed liqvo shabbat, which was lit on Shabbat, but it's a metal one, okay? According to a mayor who let you use it, right, where a mayor allowed in the Mishnah to use an old candle, Asur, he'll say, This is Asur. Why? Because where a mayor allowed you to move an old candle, he didn't hold of mukse Machmat Mi'us. But he says, This is Asur because it was lit when Shabbat starts. And according to Yehuda, who said you can't move an old candle because it's Muksema Pamrius, use. Here it's muta because Yehuda would allow you to move it because the pamut does not get get yucky since it's made out of copper. It doesn't get yucky, and it should be okay. Yes, the Oh yeah. You mean Rabbi, rabbi, rabbi Yuda does not agree with Muksem Ahmad Isur? He doesn't agree that something that was used for Isur becomes Asur? Is that what you're trying to say? Because over here we're saying that the rabbi who was Matir, which was, was, was Rameir, would say Asur, and the rabbi who was Osir, Rabbi Huda, would allow it here. I understand that he's going to allow it because he holds that it doesn't get yucky. But okay, but it wasn't lit when Shabbat started. If it was lit when Shabbat started, so it's an Isur problem. Well, you mean to tell me that Rabbi Huda doesn't care if it was lit when it was Shabbat started? I'll prove to you that he does. Says, so do remember, you mean to say he holds Machmat mius or He doesn't hold the mussimachmat Isur? Oh yeah what about the following writer? I try to deal with this it says any type of metal lamp you are allowed to move unless it was lit on Shabbat so therefore it doesn't fit don't tell me if I would allow it he would not rather forget about that answer if the statement was said that the matir would osir and the osir would matir, it should have been said like this. Revise the statement. Amar the Bizera, the says, "Pamut your Aladdin metal lantern." Sheidliku alav b'Shabat. It was little on Shabbat. The call asur. Everyone agrees it's asur, both the mayor and the mayor. Lordly but if you didn't light it, the Everyone agrees mutad, so we're really changing the statement quite a lot. Now the statement was isn't the Osan is the The statement is now everyone agrees it's mutad if it's off, and everyone agrees it's asur asur if it was on. Okay. So what's the machlokay? There is no machlokay. You That's mistook the- it. You must have made a mistake. Reb probably said this. Mm-hmm. The rough switch, but that's what the Gemara is doing here. Yehuda Amar Amarav. Now we're going to switch to talk. If a person's in a certain thing for a isur, is it a problem? Amar Yehuda Amaraf. Mitah. If you have a bed, she lima'ot, which was set aside for money okay you have a bed which you you wanted to store money on it you got a lot of money and you arranged it on your bed before shabbat on a particular bed that no one was using and then all of a sudden your friend comes over and he wants to use it on shabbat but you had to decide to for the to, to put the ten thousand dollars that you wanted in the auction you had it sitting in and and it was uh, organized on that bed. Asur the the rabbi is saying over here, that it's asur to move the bed at all on Shabbat. You can't move it at all. Since you set it aside to hold money, the entire bed becomes buksa, and you can't move it in the least. What if, you, way, what? What, what if you set it aside not only for money? For money and for food, let's say, something had. That's a different case that we're not talking about We're talking about before Shabbat, you said, where will I put this $10,000 that I want in the auction? Oh, the guest bed. What a wonderful place to put it. And you arrange it by 20s, by 50s, by 10s, and it's all in its spot on the bed. And then all of a sudden on Shabbat afternoon, in comes somebody to your house and he says, oh, I want to come sleep over. And you say, oh, let me just, oh, no. Can I move the bed? No, you cannot. Can you move the bed to block the door so no one wakes you up? No, you cannot. That bed is muxa. Yes, Moshe? The money money is still on it, it seems like. Okay. Well, that's partially the guy can't sleep in the bed, but what if I want to use it to block the door? I just want to move. Leave the money on it. I just want to move it. No, the entire bed is muxa. Meitve, the Gemara doesn't like this. The Gemara has a question. Says the Gemara. of Nachman Bar It says, You're allowed to move a new candle, but not an old one. It sounds like a new one is not a sword, even though you had in mind that you want to use it for lighting. So you see that the fact that you're you you singled out this Aladdin lamp no, I'm sorry, the, not Aladdin, the, the clay lamp and you're planning to light it does not make it as soon because you didn't light it yet. So therefore, similarly it should be the same thing when it comes to the bed. Says the Gemara. And not only that a nair is actually worse. Ma de just like a candle, which was made. The whole f- fabrication of this clay candle was in order to light. And still, kilo When you didn't light it, it's allowed. to move it. If you have a bed, de La Beds weren't made for money. Lola Koshkin, surely it shouldn't become Asur when you designate it for money because a bed wasn't made for money. When something that was made for something doesn't become miached, surely this is different, should be the same. Are you with me, guys? The Gemara is challenging the Isur of this you should not be able to designate a bed for money. If you can't designate a lamp for lighting, how could you designate a bed for money? (inaudible) Rather, if the statement was said, it must have been said as follows again. A bed that was designated for the bijou, winnings, if they left the money on it, you now let them move it. If you didn't leave the money yet, even though you designated it, it's a it's mutar. I think I said the case wrong the first time. When I said the case, I told you I'm sorry, I said it wrong. Moshe, you pointed that right away. Mitashi is not a mita that has the money on it. I'm sorry. It's mita that was designated for the money. Okay? So, you wanted to. You wanted to. So the Gemara challenged it by saying, uh, if you wanted to, wanting to do is not enough. It wasn't enough by the lamp. And the, the lamp was just wanting to. So the Gemara is changing a bed that has the money on it, and now it's, everything is good. Okay? Says the Gemara, law yichtel ma'ot, if you did not designate money, then we say, yes, if it has money, you can't move it because it's got, it's and basis. If it doesn't have money, you can move it. That's as long as the money wasn't on it during Ben Beautiful. Okay, we're gonna stop over here at Amar Ula, guys. Okay? amen. V'amen. Hey, Rabbi. My pleasure. Good Good night.